0: It's the Early Access Podcast number 44. It is October 13th, 2020. It's your host, DJ Nikki Kuehler is here also. This is going to be a very sad episode. I mean, first off, I'm going to review Population 1. This is the Early Access Podcast. After all, I have had... The earliest of early access to Population 1 is a game that I've been playtesting since 2018. I post some gameplay at YouTube.com, so still shampoo. And it's a highly anticipated VR title that's coming out. So as the name and as the purpose of the early access podcast, we'll be talking about that first. And then later on, I'm going to talk about how terrible of a month I've been having. Um, And we'll throw in some funny stuff in the middle. But first off, for the Population 1 review, for those of you who care about it, and then if you don't care about the other stuff, you can tune out. I am literally not going to be offended. You can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, And head over to Discord.gg slash Stealth Shampoo for updates on the Stealth Shampoo stream. Population 1. So, I've been posting a bunch of clips on Twitter. You find me at Stealth Shampoo on Twitter. And I put up a video on YouTube. I've been playing it pretty much every day for the past week. And it is a lot of fun. Uh, I think if I were to give it a just solid rating, no frills attached out of 10, I'm giving it a solid 8. And I was thinking about this that concerned me a little bit because i'm regarding this as one of my most anticipated vr releases this year maybe even of all the vr games i've ever played and i'm still only rating it an 8 out of 10 which is a little concerning for for the medium but
1: i'll talk
0: about the things i like about it first of course it's a battle royale game there have been other battle royale games released in vr the whole concept if you're not familiar there's a, a couple more than a dozen people who drop into the map. They fight it out. Last team of three standing wins. Back when I was first testing out the game, it was uh, there were solos, which is population one. You want to be the last one standing, but now it's more like population three. But for marketing purposes, I feel like they aren't going to change the name to population three. Anyway, uh, so population one, you drop in teams of three the game is pretty idiot proof every gun has highlights on how to reload so it's a two-step reloading process for example if you want to reload the m16 you load the magazine in and then you pull the charging handle and the magazine is not attached to your body it's attached to the gun so it auto ejects and then kind of floats around glows yellow and then you put it in and then the charging handle glows yellow and then you pull the charging handle it's the same process for every gun you know the revolver you put the six shots into the cylinder, right? They float right outside the cylinder and then you close the gun. It's very, very arcade It's not very realistic. Um, and, and they're kind of aiming towards that accessibility front. And I really like that. I think as a, as a person who's very skilled with VR and uh, I've played thousands of hours and, and tons of different shooters, I really don't mind the simplicity in the aiming. There's also climbing. You can climb literally anything in the game. Um, that's an awesome feature. I really probably am burning a lot of calories doing things like that. Flying is awesome, and it adds a extra element to being a good player. Not only do you need to be a good shot, have good map position, uh, be strong at communicating with your teammates, but you also have to be good at air combat and good at navigating by flying around. Uh, so I think that also raises the skill gap because I've been playing. Some of my friends are literally like, you know, you look at the leaderboards. And one of them has like 1,200 kills, right? And everyone else in the game has dozens, maybe hundreds of kills. So just flying and the skill ceiling of the game, I feel like, is, is going to be particularly high. Higher than if we were just, you know, walking around shooting each other and there was no climbing and flying. And the flying and climbing system relate really well to the building system. Now, I know people look at building and in, in BRs and you immediately think, oh, Fortnite, oh, they just ripped it off, Fortnite. Which I'm sure that's where they got the inspiration. But the building mechanics in the game really lend itself to the flying. Because you can build something tall and then fly off of it. And build yourself cover if you're caught out in the open. It's not quite like Fortnite where people are editing buildings. And you know taking over a wall. So if you're in a box in Fortnite. I can destroy your wall. Then put another wall down. Then edit that wall so there's a window in it. Then shoot you through the window. And that's a very common high level play in Fortnite that literally any A tier player can do. But if in and Pop 1, building isn't quite that advanced. There's no editing, uh, and also it's not it's not as essential to firefights as I feel like it is in Fortnite because Fortnite there's a lot of offensive building and it's used to close the gaps a lot whereas in pop one I feel like it's used a lot more for traversal and for defensive play if you're getting say sniped at something like that and getting over open fields so I think those three systems in the vertical combat movement system work very well actually full disclosure by the way I should talk about this first Um, I have been playing the game for free since 2018 I think I mentioned that and this coming Thursday at 11 a.m. PDT to 3 p.m. PDT. I will be on the Twitch front page hosting Population 1 and a bunch of other Quest 2 games are coming out. I'll be casting Pop 1 in particular, so I'll be on the Twitch front page uh, this coming Thursday. So hopefully you're listening to this episode either on time or sh- uh, shortly after it releases on Spotify or iTunes. But everything I will say on the broadcast is going to be, you know, I'll have my pre-approved phrases. Um, I'll have my, like, oh, yo, this is, like, good about the game. Um, Some of the more negative things I'm obviously not going to highlight on the broadcast. What I'm going to talk about here on the Early Access Podcast is going to be my true unfiltered opinion on the game. So that's kind of the baseline, loud motorcycle driving past my house, kind of um, what the game is about. So I really do feel like the skill ceiling is high and the game is a lot of fun. There are some glitches that I don't like on the index controllers right now. Um, The gun doesn't quite line up with the front controller well 100% of the time. And there's a stutter in the game. So... If you think of in Call of Duty, for example, when you're aiming down sights and walking at the same time, the gun just stays flat in front of you 100% of the time. Pretty much in any shooter, it's, it's the same. In Pop 1, there's a little glitch right now where if you're strafing, the gun will kind of jitter back and forth. And I think they're working on fixing that, and they know about the issue. And they know about the issue with the index controllers. But my number one criticism of the game right now, I feel is that it costs $30. $30 right now, I briefly went on the Oculus uh, Store. $30 is the cap. I don't really think there's a game on the Oculus Store more expensive than $30. You have games like Beat Saber up there at $30 as well, plus DLC on top of that. But a base game price of $30 is really concerning to me. Uh, That is my number one gripe with the game right now. Now, I, if I weren't getting a free copy, presumably, uh, would be very happy to pay $30 for population 1. It's a game I really enjoyed, but you as, you know, money's tight right now, the rona's going around, people are losing their jobs. I feel like a $30 VR game is priced at the premium high end of what VR would be. And in a game that is multiplayer, where you need a big player base, that is no longer an impulse buy. If you have $100 to buy VR games, you're going to buy Beat Saber, right? If you're a casual VR user, and that's already 30 out of $100. Does Population 1 earn one of those, like, premium spots where you're going to be paying $30 for a VR game and, and they won't lose it to, say, Beat Saber or maybe instead buying two games that are $15? So... We had this problem with Space Junkies. Space Junkies by Ubisoft released at forty dollars. Game was dead on launch. There were very few people playing, and even when it went on sale, people were complaining about no player base. And it's it's kind of a chicken and uh, chicken or egg problem. If a game costs thirty dollars and no one's playing it, then no one will want to buy it because no one's playing it. But also, if you buy it at thirty dollars and no one's playing it, then you don't it'll get that value because it is a multiplayer online there's more than a dozen people in a lobby kind of game now i don't know what they're going to do because there are thousands of play testers right now on the game who have been playing it early not everyone has been playing as long as i have but i don't know if they're going to revoke those keys i know they're giving away at least 100 plus keys before launch but i don't know what that player base is going to be like i feel like if nikki from 2021 came and said population one is dead I, I would not be surprised because this has happened with every VR game that's not Beat Saber or Pavlov. And Pavlov, I think, is like 5 or $7 and comes with a lot of custom game modes um, that have been modded in like Trouble in Terrorist Town. So Population 1 being priced at the premium $30. There there have been marketers, I'm sure, behind the scenes at Big Box who made Population 1 and Oculus, who is publishing um, Population 1. They've done the math, but... I don't know if I. I don't know. I don't know how the ecosystem will react. You know, there are a lot of quests on the market, and I know that there are a lot of people getting standalone VR headsets. But will you buy a multiplayer only game at thirty dollars? There's Half Life Alex that came out at sixty dollars, but every Valve Index purchaser got it for free, and it's a single player game, so it doesn't matter. It's also that game took me six to eight hours to complete and there was so much story and it was so it was so innovative it wasn't without its own flaws of course I really hated the resin system and going around collecting that right it wasn't without flaws but it felt like a $60 title population one kind of looks like they were buying characters off of the unity store honestly or the unreal store you know the it doesn't feel like it has an art direction it just looks like a plain suburban area with like, yeah, there's a giant tower in the middle that looks cool, but it, it's not really beautiful. It, it, now, I have seen the game back in 2018, and they have greatly improved it in 2020. The game looks fantastic on the quest. I've played it on the quest. i played it on the index, but it doesn't look stunning like Half-Life Alyx did. Um, you know, there's interactions in Half-Life Alyx where... I think there's a a cat or a bird or something. If you're scared, it, like, knocks over a chair and just little things like that, right? Whereas Population 1, none of the character skins look that iconic. If you think of Overwatch, right, there's all kinds of Overwatch porn out there. I I mean, even I've seen it. If you think of Valorant, if you think of Fortnite and all the different Fortnite skins, there are skins that people recognize and people go out. Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty Warzone. They released a Kauai Mara. It was literally Mara with like a, with like cat ears and an anime skin truck. People lost their minds and spent twenty, thirty dollars on that. My sister, who's a super casual Warzone player, spent twenty dollars on a skin that gave you a ghillie suit that was just covered in marijuana leaves. And that kind of of art isn't in Pop One yet. And if they want to sustain this game with a thirty dollar price model, but that drives away the player base with optional microtransactions that don't affect gameplay I, I just don't see I know this game has been in development for very for a long time but uh, I'm really concerned if we move away from the free model we've been doing playtests and lobbies fill up immediately but those people are all playing for free when they have to put $30 down for the game will those playtesters pick up the game at $30 we'll have to see if I come back on early access podcast 60 70 80 and I say the game is dead Um you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, I wish the game well. The The art direction is one of my main gripes with the game. It doesn't look beautiful, and I personally don't care. But from the front of maintaining players and having them grind for skins, right, they're going to have the usual battle pass system. That's going to hurt the game's longevity, I feel, as far as keeping a healthy player base. Also, since the playtests right now are one hour, two hours long, everyone kind of gets on at the same time, and that, that makes for lobbies filling up instantly but when you can play at any hour of the day uh, how how is that going to go through my other gripe with the game is i feel like the index controller sucks so the game doesn't have finger tracking not that it needs it but if a game doesn't have finger tracking and i have finger tracking capabilities in vr and that doesn't translate to the game that i'm playing i notice that immediately um, but the index controllers are really not very good for this game because there's no physical button there's climbing in the game right so you need to grip with your hand to climb but because the Index doesn't have a physical button and your hands get a little sweaty when you play for two hours like I do, sometimes the climbing can be real finicky. And I feel like the only good controllers on the VR market right now, and this is more of just a general issue, are the Oculus controllers. Whether it be the CV1, the Rift S, the Quest 1, or I just got my Quest 2 literally right before the, the show. The, the Index controllers just don't... The grips, the finger tracking, right? I would give that up immediately. For any kind of actual physical tactile button. So I know when I'm climbing. It's super disorienting. If you're climbing. And you let go and fall. When you actually felt like you grabbed. it's It doesn't feel good. Uh, that's another one of my main gripes with the game. But I think it's more so probably an issue with the Index Controllers. Than the game itself. Um, and other than that. The, the weapon variety is okay. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say I don't like it. I'm not going to say I like it. I feel like it's okay. There's two sniper rifles, three pistols, three assault rifles, three submachine guns. And I believe that's everything. So it's it's okay. right? I don't expect a Warzone level of weapons where they release two more weapons every you know, three months or something like that. And the game already comes with 40 weapons. Uh, and I don't really know. There's only so much you can do, right? When... Right, you have a Call of Duty. You can change a weapon's bullet velocity, reload time, uh, aim down sights time, recoil pattern, right? In VR, you really can't control someone's reload time, right? You can, in some ways, by adding more steps to do the reload. Or if you add button pressing reload, which I don't like at all. It doesn't feel immersive. It's good for, you know, noobs. But if you press a button and it reloads in VR, then what's the point of being in VR, right? I just play on, play on PC. There, there are less tunable factors, um, you know aim down sight speed you can't control that in VR maybe you can with weapon weight but that might feel bad and I feel because there are less tunable attributes and because the way a person handles a weapon you know physically with their real body um, you can't control as much as you can in a flat screen game like Call of Duty I'm willing to give them more of a pass on the, the lack of weapons it's okay right now I'm gonna I'm giving it an okay um, but as far as Pop 1 goes that's that's pretty much what I got. Um, the game's a lot of fun. I love playing with, with my teammates. It's awesome. With randoms, it sucks. Um, again, there's only three men squads. And so when I'm playing with my teammates, we'll literally win every game. Like, we'll play two hours, and we literally cannot lose. Like, we will we will individually fight 1v3 and win all of our 1v3s. Uh, very commonly. But when you're playing with randoms and they're not working together and they, they don't know how to shoot, um, that could be really frustrating. I think that just translates back to my hatred of playing games other people but in a nutshell that's that's what i like and dislike about population one it is releasing i think it's october 22nd you think i would know but i don't have my casting sheet here with me um i believe i believe it's coming out next week so check it out is it worth 30 dollars? i'm not sure for you for you the person i'm talking to if you have a limited budget i, I can't say but for me personally i absolutely love the game and uh, and i'll be picking it up Alright, before we get into uh the terrible news that I have, we're gonna jump off a of pop one. I'm gonna read this viral tweet. Uh Killer, you saw this on your timeline too, right?
1: Oh yeah. I think we all saw this on our timelines at some point.
0: This uh this came out today and I wanna talk a little bit about it because this professor is also having a terrible week. This comes from at decent birthday on Twitter. Just received this roller coaster of an email from one of my professors. Uh oh wow, this is actually yesterday and I missed it. Patrick Wilson. By the way, I verified the fact that Patrick Wilson exists. I think he exists because if you go on Rate My Professors, uh, there is a Patrick Wilson who teaches English in uh, at the College of Coastal Georgia, and uh, I have reason to believe that this is the same professor who wrote this email. Patrick Wilson says hello all. Unfortunately, I have to reschedule the exam and I will have to cancel class on Thursday, against my best wishes. <laughs> I have been shot and I'm being treated in the emergency room. I also have COVID and my divorce is getting messy. Office hours are still 11 to 12, Monday through uh, Monday and Wednesday with your TA. If I am alive, the exam will be moved to Monday of next week. Keep reviewing the texts and remember to look over your IDs. Best, Professor Wilson. There's a reply that says, Hello all. It seems my last email went viral on the internet. I appreciate all the replies letting me know. Fortunately, the injury wasn't serious, and on my COVID symptoms are serious. The exam is still Monday, and it is asynchronous. Unlike my wife, I expect you not to cheat. <laughs> Good luck to all. Best, Professor Wilson. Uh, now, the most insane thing is his wife replied. I can't find it. <laughs> this part it right I didn't now. know.
1: This part I didn't know.
0: Oh, I can't find it. I saw it on my phone, but scrolling through Twitter, I literally read this in the shower. But his uh, his wife replied and there's there's this big debate in the comments about is this professional or is this like come on man i feel like you're oversharing like or don't bring your divorce into this and the wife was like oh i wish she didn't i don't want to put words in her mouth actually i i can't find what the wife said um but she supposedly did reply i love this one who the fuck shot professor wilson against his best wishes i love that one (laughs)
1: That does imply, actually, that he had, like, a wish to not be shot. Not, like, just a passive state of being, but, like, hey, man, Nikki, don't shoot me, okay? And then you come over to my house and shoot me.
0: And then I just cat- that. <laughs> real quick. Oh, I found it. It is Alice from Queens. Now, I, I cannot verify if this is actually his wife, but Alice from Queens Alice says, might not be. As Patrick's wife, I just want to say breakups are hard in everyone, and there's a lot of blame to go around. I don't appreciate him sharing our business with students. Maybe if he was such a devoted teacher, he'd still have a wife. Just saying. The other thing is, a lot of you uh, unsympathetic people don't realize that I have a lot more followers than Patrick on Twitter, and he was just jealous of my online success. I'm not going to say he was abusive, but he was depressed and resentful. I deserve more support. Now, I like to believe that this is the wife, although I don't because this is Twitter, and, you know, someone could just be grabbing onto it for clout. Um, But... There are people saying that this is unprofessional and this is oversharing. I am I am of the mind that I I would really respect and love this professor. It, it makes him seem human. We all have bad days. Let alone I mean I haven't had a day where I've been shot yet. Twenty Twenty has not been going so great, but yet uh, I like it. I like it. I don't think this is unprofessional at all. I don't think he overshared. I think he's just like yo. It's going bad for me for X, Y, and Z. We are postponing the exam for some extreme There's no better reason to postpone an exam, I think, than your professor got shot. It, he just didn't he didn't have a good week. And and so shout out to Patrick Wilson. Uh I, I wish him a speedy recovery for <laughs> not only has he been shot, but he has the Rona and is going through a divorce. So best of luck to uh to Patrick Wilson. Cooler. Before, okay. So I'm gonna talk about my terrible month. I'm gonna take a sip of soju before. Do you Do you have anything you want to bitch about before I get into it? Because I'm, I need <sighs> I I need we'll a quick sip it, of alcohol.
1: I, I think I think we can just do it ourselves, and I'm sipping alcohol too. So we'll just we'll just free roam it at that point.
0: I'm not drinking my sorrows away. I've just, I've literally had a bottle of soju every day for the past. I year.
1: I have been drinking my sorrows away, but like this year, it's just getting harder to even do that. So the drinking's just for the entertainment. And also, going out to enough. get alcohol is a bit more of a pain now, because you got to, like, take more care and safety and cleanliness and whatnot. All right. So, you have to go my, out. You have to get out of my seat and go get alcohol, as opposed to when I'd, like, just grab something on the way home from a night out or what, you know.
0: Oh, but I'm saving so much money. I got a case of 24 bottles of soju for 70 bucks. That is 70 bucks. That's like, What? Six beers. No, if you tip, that's way less than six beers. You're looking at, like, four beers in San Francisco with 70 bucks, and I got 24 bottles yeah. of you. <laughs> for, okay. for the
1: record, for people listening, it is in San Francisco. Uh, not in. I may, Maybe if you, like, live in a more affordable place, it's saying that, like, this much money would only get you, like, four beers sounds ridiculous, but that's how much it's got.
0: I was going to say I'm a little bit of an attention whore, but no, I'm definitely an attention whore. I was literally a professional Twitch streamer, and our job is to get you to watch us. Uh, I, so I like to tip the bartender well, because I want the attention and I want drinks quickly. So yeah, that's literally like four beers.
1: I don't really like the attention, but I just do it just because they're living in San Francisco or near it. Like no one's having a good time. here.
0: No, especially not me. Okay. So it's going to be the, uh, the more personal, uh, part of the, of the show. I'm going to catch you guys up on, I have had an absolutely terrible month, um, the upside to this, actually I should mention, every single dime I make off the Cell Shampoo stream this month, will be going to charity. I found a charity that I really liked, um, that I wanted to back, but they have ghosted me, and I cannot get a response. Uh, I, we started things going, we started the line going, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to make sure that like people can donate directly to you, and they don't just do- donate through me. Um, but they have ghosted me, and I, I really like them, and so I'm trying to get their attention, otherwise we're going to have to go somewhere else. But um, so that's like one of the first bad things. But so my month started off. Uh, unfortunately, my aunt passed away. I'm, I'm not super. I wasn't super close with her, um, but I did spend time with her growing up. Um, she was my grandma's little sister. She was unfortunately, I think she had just turned 60 when she passed away. And that is far too young. Right. <laughs> I I, I've, I feel like that's when you're retired. You're going out. You're having a good time. You're partying. You're not working anymore. That is the end of your career. Um, but unfortunately, she she got cancer and, um, and passed away. The funeral was beautiful. Um, it's, it's very, very awkward um, having to wear masks and and being around a funeral where ideally you're like hugging people or giving them pats on the back, you know, and, and speaking to your relatives. And there are a lot of relatives there. Um, so so rest in peace to my aunt. But uh, the second thing that happened after that is literally a couple of days later, I got word that a high school friend passed away. Now, he wasn't, like, a best friend. He wasn't someone I would literally hang out with after school, although I, I think I did a couple times. It was kind of like a tertiary friend group. Like, I had my main friend group, a lot of people I still talk to today. Um, and then I had, like, another friend group. I had classes with this guy. I sat next to him. His name was Justin. Um, he was a super smart kid. Uh, I, I loved pretty much hanging out with him the, the times I did. I was really close to people who were close to him. And maybe out of his friend group of 10, you know, in high school, at least I had like my main friend group. And then I had friends of those friends. And then I had like my side friend group where friends didn't overlap very much. And I'd hang out with them sometimes, right? This was the side friend group. And people who I was really close to in that group um, have really been taking it not so well. Uh, He died of supposedly a head injury. And I graduated with this guy. He was literally 2425 my age which is just the most shocking thing is you just feel like you just feel like you're invincible I'm young I, I have ideally like what 70 60 70 years in front of me and the most shocking thing about it was he is he is literally my age and passed away from a head injury or something like that and so that just wasn't really fun news uh, a lot of my friends who were close to him are not feeling so good I really loved the time I spent with the guy. Um, I didn't talk to him after high school, but I talked to some of his friends after you know, high school and college, and that was really sad. And then just um, last week, not not like three days ago, but maybe like 10 days ago, on Saturday, we had to put my dog down, who unfortunately also developed. He was nine years old, and he developed lung cancer. And at nine years old, you just kind of can't... You can't save a dog at nine years old like who has lung cancer. That's a very... Essential part of your body that you kind of don't want to operate on if he were to survive his quality of life may not have been good um, You know and he may not have survived the surgery So my family made the difficult decision a couple months ago to just let the lung cancer progress And then when the time came and it got too difficult for him put him down and so one night he just he, he stopped laying down um, He he's clearly having a hard time breathing uh, so the hardest part about that was Finding a vet who would, because he's the family dog, let us take him in and then all kind of be there uh, when the lights went out. And so we had to call around to a couple vets that would accommodate us. And luckily we found a vet um, where the, the patio was open and they let us do it there. It's a really sad experience. My last dog, um, he passed away on the car ride there peacefully. Um, and this one, the see, it's hard because when a dog gets old, right? You know, he he kind of gets old and he's like, okay, now's the time. But when the when the dog gets sick like that, you, you got to stop it before he gets in too much pain. I think that was the hardest part. And also, again, we had to go somewhere that would let us, you know, have the whole family there and wear masks and everything. But the craziest thing about it was it was about 10 p.m. And uh, we were sitting there waiting for my sister to get home and, and we were going to take the dog um, to the vet. We had to go late because we had to wait for my sister, and also by going late, we would avoid other patients, and so avoiding the Rona in that way. But at ten at ten p.m., um, the news was on. We were all sitting with the dog in the living room, waiting for my sister to get home, and I saw breaking news. Now, I never in my life, and I have literally worked in the newsroom, have seen breaking news actually like interrupting a program. Like we have breaking news: aliens are invading. That only happens in the movie. It happened during nine eleven. I'm sure, but I was like six at the time, so I, you know, don't remember that.
1: And in, and in school.
0: Yeah, and we were, in Kindergar- we were kindergarten,
1: kindergarten, but like it happened to us around like it happened way early in the morning, like far too far too early mm-hmm. to really pay attention.
0: And so, this was actual like the first time the TV was on and it just straight up interrupted the show and said breaking news, and this is old news by now. Trump has the Rona and I think he's doing alright now but that I, yeah, I, I remember I remember exactly where I was at and just the absurdity of the fact that my family had to search for a vet that would allow us to, to put our dog down and I'll, I'll kind of be there for him and the fact that wearing a mask while you're crying straight up is just, that's not easy I think that's the one situation where people are, oh, I have breathing problems, oh I can't wear a mask in Target for 10 minutes I think when my mom was honestly just bawling her eyes out that is when it's like super hard to wear a mask and i stayed six feet away from the doctor and I, I i tried to do my best but my 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 mom wasn't taking it very well and and that scenario of like that was a real wake-up call to me i feel like if i'm going to leave the country right and, and migrate out of the u.s i'm a little older, cause it's expensive as fuck to live in california um, that is kind of like one of those moments where i'm like god this is just it's not going well here our president has the rona right like i have to wear a mask six months after this was all supposed to be over if we were all wearing masks and it is it, it, it was or at least a reprieve
1: tough. at least a reprieve like europe is getting yeah. back europe's about to like fall back into lockdown but like they've had a little bit of a breather you know like a summer breather before things started really ramping up again at least. Just a, there's a sense of, like, there's a, there was yeah. a sense of, like, okay, they got something done.
0: The the extra work that we had to go through uh, to, like, and, and also, I, I don't want to you know, dox myself or, or them, but major shout-out to the vet who is willing to accommodate uh, my family out there on the patio and, and you know, bring, bring all the equipment out there and do the procedure out there at 1 a.m. I, I really, like, I, I, I sincerely appreciate that from the doctor, and I, I let them know. But, uh, just the extra, the extra steps that it took to just make what is an extremely difficult experience even harder was just it was just annoying. And this all could have been over by now. And then on top of that, like right before the president gets the Rona, and it's like this, this all could have been avoided. And here we are on the early access podcast number forty. What episode were we on when the Rona started? You know, I don't even it's, remember. You know,
1: I don't even so, remember. This wasn't even that old. It's
0: it's it's just it's been too long. Um, and that was just extra frustrating. Not not being able to invite my friends over to be all like, hey, I'll, the Mister Bodie was a great dog.
1: Oh, uh, we all knew him. What? All everyone you, who you like everyone who knows you. Yeah, I've known him for years. Like we totally would have just had like a night. You know, you could have called me up on that night. Just been like,
0: yeah, you want yeah, to go I, up? I, you
1: want to go up and just spend, I'd be fine. I, what day was it? Was it on a weekday? No, it was on it a was Friday. A,
0: right? It was on a it was on a it was on a Saturday. Yeah, Friday Saturday. Cause Friday Friday
1: Saturday night. Yeah, I totally would have just gone up there. We could have just. It's chilled,
0: right? No, like the the dog also just wasn't in a good situation to be to be seen. His his over the course of a week, his um you know his condition just it worsened right. it you know, logarithmically. Just yeah, it wasn't just very kind of good.
1: accelerates. Of
0: um, I really love. I really would have loved to see my friends like come over and, and you know hang out with the dog a little bit. But the yeah. whole like Rona process and the vet being accommodating, like it wasn't. It wasn't that big of a pain in the ass, but it was more work and then I feel like it could have been avoided. You know and I feel for the families who, you know, they have a loved one or they have a pet who they had to let go, and they didn't have the same accommodations my family had. They you Damn. know only one person was allowed in the operating room, or only one person got to see that person go. So like I, I, got, I was lucky. I was lucky that my whole family was able to be there and that the vet was able to do that for us. But not everyone is that lucky and, and people have lost loved ones to, to, to the Rona and they haven't been able to be there in the operating room with them. I, I really feel like that that was critical. Like I wouldn't if I had to miss it, right, if there were only like one person gets to go in, you know, but I, I really feel like personally if someone or something you've spent a lot of time with is leaving the world, that you that you kind of see them out. I feel like that's that's part of the deal, you know, of of having a relationship with someone. But anyway, so that that was super rough, and then uh, I just got the news like a couple days ago uh, that my mom, for the second time, now my my parents bring me into the living room. though, we have some bad news. I'm like, oh, what the fuck could possibly be happening? just... <laughs> <laughs> Did I have a grandparent die? Because, like, okay, they're they're in their 80s. Like, okay, that, that's not unexpected. Uh, did someone get... Did, did fucking uncle get hit by a truck? Are we out of money? Do you need to borrow $10,000 from me? Like, no problem. Like, I'll buy a couple less Pokemon cards. But no, it was worse than all of that. My mom, for the second fucking time in her life, uh, has cancer. And so this just... In the past month, these four things have happened. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, I cannot catch a break. And so the thing I just said about not being in the operating room, um, only one person gets to, and it's probably going to be my dad, obviously, uh, bring my mom to the operating room and be there for her during the surgery. Now, the good news is she's very, very likely to survive. They caught it super early. Um, it's, it's an ovarian cancer, and my mom is, like, in her 50s, and I'm not looking to have any more brothers or sisters. Uh, so I feel like it's, if you're going to lose a body part, and you're a woman. I think your ovaries in your fifties is probably one of the better ones to choose. Um, but that was that's rough. Um, luckily, financially we're not going to be um, screwed. Of course, I'm probably going to have to pick up after myself and you know do a little bit more work around the house and take care of my mum. But that was just. I, I have a super busy week this week. Um, you know, on the upside of things, I'm I have the going to be on the Twitch front page on Thursday. And work has been super good. And, you know, I work, in, I work in the VR field and the Oculus Quest 2 is coming out. And so that's a big thing for me. But on top of all the things of, you know, literally having to cremate my dog and my mother getting cancer and being super busy at work with new Quest 2 launch and a bunch of marketing. I have a bunch of marketing things to do because, again, it's that time of the year. November, December, everyone wants to push their games out so people buy it for the holidays. It's just super busy for me right now. Um, but personally, just all all these things piling up. Um, my mom is very likely to survive. Uh, the only worrying thing is it is the second time she's had cancer. So uh, that's going to be a little bit troublesome. Um, but because they caught it so early and it hasn't spread and it doesn't look like it's going to spread anytime soon, should be alright. But uh, I... I don't wanna come on the Early Access podcast number forty five and Kehlers like I lost my left hand <laughs> like holy fuck. <laughs> we cannot catch a break. <laughs> Actually, that's not even a fucking joke. Because we had a viewer lose a finger in a work accident.
1: That is true.
0: So that's not even that crazy. Uh, so yeah, it is To be
1: fair, I have had like either loss or connection to loss um this this year, quite a lot of it. And in a similar way, like none of it was COVID. Which is very strange, you know. When March came, I was like mentally preparing myself, like I may lose people with from this virus, and I have lost people, and it has not been from this virus.
0: It's just yeah, been I've... like
1: a really cursed time period. Like back in back in May, someone I kind of slightly knew is never been anyone like super close to me. Thankfully, at least so far, um, but someone I kind of knew, uh, was was shot. In san francisco like oh yes yes i remember the story it we was actually like it national show. headlines even international headlines i think even like because he literally posted like he made he made he posted a photo on twitter like five minutes before it happened where he was yeah. just saying like everything's starting to feel good again which is just so poetically tragic because like literally He's, five yep. minutes later he was just not like a, a block away from where the photograph was taken he was hit um then Actually, I had uh, a kind of friend. Yeah, accidentally, he wasn't like it was a drive-by that he just happened to be like, unfortunately next to. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and obvi- so I wasn't super close to him, but I had friends that were. And then similarly, a friend of mine lost their ex-husband, uh, like shortly afterwards. And that was also that's not someone I ever met personally, but uh, again, I knew the, ex. Um, and a lot of people came in for that one because he was like huge in an industry. And then shortly, a few months later, after that, I think in August, I don't even remember time anymore. one of my mother's friends passed away.
0: Oh shit! Of what? Overdose. Oh no! Oh, that's yeah. And like this was a,
1: this was a sad thing for, regarding coronavirus because they hadn't like properly met up in a long time because of this. Yeah. So it's like, in fact, she was even telling me like it was almost a year ago today that was the last time they ever like went to a party together. That's so, real, like, dude. all of that time in between was, like, all about that. And, like, the, the other persons, too, the other person, the one that I didn't know, but they even said there, like, a lot of it was, like, things just deteriorating because of lockdown. And whatnot. And, like All all of these aspects, that like, just make it more tragic, you know? It all makes it more tragic. People that, like, you, you go in, and you're, like, we locked down, and you think, like, oh, hey, well, we'll all be out here at the other end, and then sometimes they're not. And then sometimes they're just, like, the last time you saw them before March is just the last time you see them, and that's really sad.
0: Yeah, they, um, you know, when when Justin passed away from the guy from the head trauma, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people said like, "Yo, spend time with the ones you love and hang out with your friends you don't know in the last yeah, time." To no, them we is. can't. Like, well, I fucking can't, bro. <laughs> like, no,
1: at least not. I mean, I and can. even even when you can, like, not in the great way. Again, we're planning on meeting up this uh, Saturday or Friday, a Saturday or Sunday. I don't know what day. Um. Yeah, Saturday. But like the f- the first time I think since early march or something yeah the first time we'll actually be seeing each other and, and the thing is good we're like we're like doing heavy things like i've taken a, a test i've taken a covet test nikki will be probably taking one too although he's less likely to have it because he's been yep. purely locked indoors the past two weeks whereas i have not as much unless unless uh, I'm the still, guy i'm not going to parties yeah. yeah and i'm not going to parties or shit. i'm not saying that i'm just saying like i have been outside and there have been like possible slight cases of compromising and i just really don't want to risk it like i want to be 100% safe. And, you know, we're planning on, like, we're going to have to be distant to each other, we're going to have to be masked, gloved, because we're going to be touching, like, other equipment. We're going to have the windows roll down in the carpool, so, like, the airflow is getting in there. It's, like, this whole hassle just to be next to someone, which used to just be, like, you could just message me, like, say, like, hey, come over in, like, 30 minutes for this fun thing. <laughs> and I just, yeah. like, get in the car and go.
0: It. So, like, even if we wanted to party, like, let's say you and me didn't give a fuck, about, or we were immune to the Rona, like, we literally couldn't get it or pass yeah, over anything Yeah, else. like, we're... The things that you and I would ignobly. go to, the things that you and I would want to go to are all closed. So, even if yeah. we wanted to party, we, we can't, like, I we can't go out to a bar or go to a restaurant, or, well, we can go to a restaurant, but who wants to eat out in the shitty, smoky Californian air, you know, on a patio? There was Where
1: an, S- where an SUV could just run over you.
0: Did someone get hit by an SUV? In
1: San Jose, like, so there's some old guy accidentally hit the accelerator instead of the brake, but, like, and I have done this before, and, like, I lurched forward a little bit, but, like, he, apparently, in the time it took him for him to get his foot off the accelerator, he lurched out of the parking lot, across one of those big San Jose boulevards, like, yep. he just went all the way, like, perpendicular to it, smashed into another area, and then smashed into, like, a park area where there was, like, outdoor dining. Like it was did like you, a full it was like a full like like six second like just full speed ahead bouncing up and down across like over several curves.
0: Did he destroy
1: anyone? Did anyone get hit? Several people have been hurt. Two oh people are in critical two people are in critical condition. Uh one of them is apparently one of my mother's co workers, but she's not in critical condition. She was just hurt. She didn't come to work because she was just in pain, but she's not like bad, but she's not one of the critical condition. American cities are super car based, and we all drive gigantic cars and so when we have outdoor dining, we get cars in our dining areas so as far as we know, no one died, but shortly after that another um, another like like food cart worker was hit by a completely different unrelated vehicle that also went out of control, and that person died
0: Do we need to have an age limit on uh, on on driving because I feel like my grandma when she was Seventy or so was right. driving me to a doctor's appointment when I was like sixteen. Oh, I think you told me the story. She made a she made a left hand turn. We stopped at a crosswalk. Then she made a left hand turn, but onto the crosswalk and <laughs> then down the sidewalk. <laughs> and there were bushes on either side, so we couldn't turn like out of the crosswalk. Like we had to go all the way down the crosswalk, then loop around, then go back through the sidewalk and then back out. Imagine if you're stopped at a stopped at a crosswalk and instead of driving past the crosswalk and turning, you drive into the crosswalk and then get cornered on the sidewalk. That's effectively what happened to my grandma. I told my mom and I said, I don't think grandma should be driving. Any- that is not a mistake I will make. Unless I am drunk, which don't drink and drive, but I won't be drunk and driving. I, I cannot make that mistake. I think the biggest driving mistake I've ever made was I was driving on an unmarked road and um, we were elevated like we were on a, a it was a tall hill, maybe like 20 feet. And there was a right hand turn, but there's no sign designating that there's a right hand turn. So I almost drove off of the off the 20 foot cliff and it oh, wow. probably would have either killed me or severely injured me. Yeah, but that sounds I was pretty bad. I wasn't going too fast. So I stopped, peered over and said, that's an unmarked 20 foot drop backed up and made a right hand. I don't think I even needed to back up, actually. <laughs> I just made it a right turn, and we were good. Uh,
1: I know, wh- I know, uh, I it. have actually done the thing once, where I hit the accelerator except the brake. And the thing that happens is that, you know when you're, like, when you're in a car and you feel like you need to stop, your instinct is to just push down on the brake, right? So if you're hitting the accelerator that you think is the brake, your instinct, before your mind can comprehend what's happening, is to floor it. Um... And I have done this, and apparently a lot of people do this, apparently. I was in the office parking lot. But really, I lurched forward, like, like four feet before I realized. Like, this was a very sudden thing. Like, I, I, like, stepped down and immediately, like, got my foot off of the thing. And then, you know, put it in reverse and got back into the parking space, and everything was good, and no one was around, and no one was hurt. No one's even close to getting hurt, thankfully. But even that was pretty frightening. But, like doing that for like enough to go over the out of the parking lot over a boulevard and then into another area before you and like crashing into people before you can stop is incomprehensible to me having done that.
0: Yeah, that's a maybe you're too old to be driving kind of thing. Yeah. Call me ages, And and
1: but. it's just the other aspect of like our streets aren't safe ever. We have extremely unsafe... You know, when you go to, like, Japan or something, you have pretty wide-open areas. The cars themselves have very narrow streets that, like, kind of structurally make you drive slower. Um, The cars aren't that big, too. I feel like if one of those hit me, I feel like I'd maybe live. Because the usual thing, right, it hits your knees, right? It might shatter your legs, but you'll live, at
0: least. Ooh, I still wouldn't like that, but yeah.
1: I wouldn't like it, but at least, like... You'd survive, as opposed to I mean, there's like one the new pickup trucks like reach my head, and I'm a tall person.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, A truck headshots me, and I'm done. Yeah. The other thing is, I like I don't understand outdoor dining. I do not want to eat in the patio of a Buffalo Wild Wings. Like (laughs) that's just. The the way we designed them are also
1: bad. Like, if you go to, like, Europe or something, they have, like, areas where the streets are completely closed off and they're, like, cobblestone and they got, like, nice cafes outside. It's not the greatest experience or something. Like, Parisian dining is not uh, as great as it's, like, romanticized, but it functions. You know, the sidewalks are wide enough and the area is is large enough. It just functions. It's okay. I could do it. But we kind of have this very makeshift version that often has, like, just, like, a little wall between you and like the speeding cars of the guy in the giant pickup truck
0: and when we're in japan in in bepu tokyo is obviously going to be a little bit different but we're in a more like um rural area of japan a lot of the streets are just like one-way streets that 99 percent of the time people are walking on and occasionally you have a car driving yes they're like they're like shared
1: streets so then the but the kind of implication of that is that as a driver, you know that, like, the street belongs to everybody. It doesn't just, it's not just, like, a place for you to floor it down. Yeah. Because even, even in, like, our little residential neighborhoods, because the streets are only 100% for cars, people, like, just floor it down here.
0: Oh, dude, I've had, I've had cats in my neighborhood, like, in front of and behind my truck just get run over just stray cats because there's, well, there's cars everywhere, like, yeah. on both sides of my house. And you could hear them outside the window because it's super hot in this room and I got to keep the window open during the podcast because otherwise I'll melt to death.
1: A little hey. tangent about street safety in the United States. I, there's like a book called like The Right of Way by Angie Schmidt that just came out. I haven't read it, but like everyone else is talking about it. It seems to be like a summary of all of these problems of street design. And things in the United States. So ultimately
0: um i think to sum it up i'm just not having a very good month i mean i'm super busy and i'm really happy with my work the year's bad like i i see another problem is like so i have a bunch of video games to play like i still haven't finished Catherine full body and it's like it's not that i don't have enough video games to play people are suggesting like oh nikki play this game or that game or nikki check out okay i'm gonna say this right now actually if you're one of those idiots who told me to check out what is it called genshin impact what is that game called? You know, that, the anime Yeah, waifu, yeah, it's, it's, like called, it's game? called like
1: Genshin Impact or something. I it heard it's pretty nice. I've seen people that... I've seen a variety of people playing.
0: I got nothing against that game. But if you're one of the idiots who told me to play that game, you have no idea. You, 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 have, you, have, you have no... You, you should not be suggesting games to people. Because if you know me at all, you know that that is not my kind of game. <laughs> there are two things I don't care about. Mobile games or like... Poke, like I, know, I don't think a it's mobile a mobile game. game.
1: I it's not a mobile game. But, it's more of like an RPG. It's monetized like
0: a like a gotcha mobile game. Oh, is it really? It's, it's pretty much do what it. it is. It's a gotcha game. The thing is, right? the, people
1: I, the people I've seen playing it are playing it like a walking simulator. They're just kind of like strolling around, like going up mountains.
0: So for those of you who don't know, by the way, in the chat, it just released recently. I heard they made back all their money in development after like two months. It's a gotcha game where you oh my buy, God. you open loot box and you get waifus. I don't know much past that. <laughs> if, you, if you suggested, Nikki, you should play this game. You are a fucking idiot, and you have no idea who I am, and you're just blindly suggesting games to people. Because, A, dude, I use all the default skins on all of my guns in Call of Duty. I don't give a fuck what anything looks like. I know I just said, like, oh, Pop 1 is bland. That's for other people, because I know other people complain about it, and they won't keep playing the game because I don't have anything cool to unlock. Right? Mm -hmm. I personally, I don't give a shit about what my character looks like, because I can't see him. Uh, I use literally all the default skins on all of my guns in Call of Duty. I straight up do not care, right? I never did shiny, like shiny hunting a Pokemon I find is the most boring thing. Like I don't care about the color of my Pokemon, like whatever. But, so that's the first thing. Number two loot box, spend money, you know, all that. Uh, but the, the main thing, I do not care about anime titties. I am a... I, I I truly think real life titties are superior. I feel like this is the unpopular opinion nowadays. And you know, take what take whatever titties you want. I don't care. Whatever floats your boat. But for me personally, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck now, about the in, waifus, in, how in cute the defense, they are.
1: In the defense of the current era, real life titties are not as accessible as they used to be.
0: Hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah it's you, maybe the
1: age. I remember someone I remember I saw some post that's like you know, people get really horny online for very strange reasons nowadays. Oh, and someone's yeah. like, "You all need to go have like, you all need to go get laid or something." And I was thinking, you know, you, it, that's dangerous. You know, that's if you don't it have is. someone like that's already available to you, that's pretty dangerous. So, like, maybe this is just gonna have to be the year where everyone's just really horny on the on the internet and in the yeah. video games and in the whatnot.
0: I've seen you Overwatch players. What the fuck is going on over there?
1: Wait, maybe we the just have to accept it. Maybe I'll just I'm just more lenient this year. I'm just like, you know what? I mean. <laughs> You, I can't tell you to go out because that's dangerous. I don't want you infecting people.
0: I I don't care if other people are enjoying that game, but if you if you take like the main characteristics of the game, right, a gotcha game, anime right. waifus, and like it's not competitive, and it's heavily like customization based, I do not care. I bought a house in Temtem, and I put a TV and a chair in it. Just to replicate that meme where it's like guys really think it's okay to live like this. Oh, yeah. I just see me in a chair like an empty room, and I turned off all the lights in my house, and that's my house in Temtem. I do not care, and, and you should. When you're making game suggestions to people, don't just take what you like. You should, you should be like, oh, this person really likes monster collection games like Pokemon. Why don't you check out Temtem? I still, wh- whoever the viewer was who recommended me Temtem, I really owe you one, and I don't remember who it was, but thank you you got to make accurate recommendations you know if you tell me nikki i want a vr headset i don't say buy the index buy the one thousand dollar gaming pc powered uh <laughs> fucking drill holes in your wall with base Now you don't have to drill holes you buy that that's the best stop no i i assess your situation like how much money do you have are you willing to drill fucking holes in your wall um are do you care about portability do you care about co- all these things there's so many factors so I remember yeah, I even, when right I came up right. to you. When
1: I came up to you asking for like a VR recommendation, I even like gave you that description. I yes. kind of gave you that background info. I'm like, I want, I need, a- I want a VR headset, but like, here's my situation. I don't play VR. I don't plan to do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not you. I'm not planning on doing that. You just and get your so, tech like, VR what's the- headset today. Yeah, but also I'd like to not get like a shit one. Also, you know, I don't want to get like the worst one or end up with like the Vive uh, nunchucks or whatever
0: oh the vive ones yeah the vive murder machines
1: yeah the so vive murder business. machines like that would be the one case where i would be okay if like if someone came running at me with the vive ones i feel like this is the one time when i'd be okay with the police using deadly force because i feel like this is legitimate threat right now
0: oh yeah oh yeah. you could fuck up a police officer <laughs> like we all we of the often like,
1: there's a lot of criticism of like you know u.s police officers are way too trigger happy but this this thing is like oh my god
0: it actually kind of does look like a gun too. I mean a little bit, right? It does but look like a gun, but a I feel weapon. like if
1: they had a gun, I feel like I'd be more I'd be more safe with their lack of aim of an average person with a gun than like getting hit in the head with that vibe wand. And you have I two can kill of them. A man. You got two no. of them. If you miss the first time, you got another one. Yeah, so like I'm not is it dangerous. I'm not like
0: I have enough games to play. It's not that I'm looking for a new guy right, I, I am kind of bored of some of my current games, right? But it's just that's not what I want to do anymore. I kind of I, I just
1: I want the variety, want you know. Games. Like coming back to play a nice video game is nice and all, but like I'd like to intersperse it with a little bit of variety too. Oh,
0: so we didn't talk about everything in this.
1: It's oh, the okay. early
0: access podcast. And I didn't talk about Black Ops Cold War. Oh I, right. I, I, uh A lot of people are complaining about. It. I will say one thing: the duster stock is the most fun thing in any <laughs> Call of Duty I've ever it's I've gone ever now. seen. On now. They are going to nerf the hell out of it. So in in Black Ops Cold War, you can slide. And there's a, a stock in the game that you can put on your guns called the duster stock, which gives you 30% more slide distance. And in the patch notes Treyarch released today, it said, uh, fixed a glitch with the duster stock that made people slide longer than they should have. You cannot lose a firefight if you slide and you're using the duster stock and just hip-fire someone with a submachine. It was so much fun. You could chase anyone down. Yeah, Imagine a maniac sprinting right at you and they get on their knees and they're just blazing at you faster than you can backpedal. It, it was so much fun, but they're going to nerf the hell out of it. Uh, Black Ops Cold Wars, I'm not going to get too much into it. Everyone has an opinion on Call of Duty. You know, it They, they have removed doors. My number one complaint about Modern Warfare multiplayer. Doors are unnecessary. People can't behind them. There's no reason to have a door going into a room. If I'm going into a room and there's a door, I can't see you until I'm already in the room. And I can't throw a flashbang in there to counter campers. Doors just help campers. I hate it. Um, the audio is much better. People complaining about the connection with the last one. Honestly, I think half the time people are complaining about Call of Duty. It's because they suck. And, you know, the, it might also be like, oh, yeah, lag got you there. But most of the time, you just suck. Um, you know, I, I do feel like though the I have seen is a right, few like,
1: confirmed exam Maybe yes I, 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 a little bit.
0: I have definitely been, okay. I've been around that wall for a full a full second and you still shot me right that yeah. but you know people complain at every kill it's like okay, it was every kill lag if the other person has an advantage over you the because of the connection wouldn't you also sometimes have an advantage over other people I don't know dude The main yeah I I don't
1: I don't complain too much about lag unless it's very obvious.
0: There there, I'm not saying there wasn't lag right. No, there are obvious ones. There
1: are obvious ones. There's ones where in the kill cam I actually saw myself open fire like a full second beforehand with the shots hitting. You could hear it in his kill cam, and I still died. That one I will complain about. That time I do I do feel robbed. But most of the other times, like it's just you just you can tell in the kill cam that it looked like it to them connection. For sure, and I hope they fix up.
0: So. This this isn't probably just constrained to Call of Duty, but I feel like a lot of the times when people complain about video games, not all the time, not even most of the time, but you know, you would have lost that firefight anyway. Like he got the drop on you, or yeah, your that's, aim I think shit, that's the thing also. Anyway. Yeah,
1: <laughs> my aim is it's, shit, so that's why I don't complain too much. I feel like if I had the best connection in the world, I'd probably. It's not like I'd my KD would go to five or. something
0: admittedly, maybe there's some kind of peeker's advantage going on or something like that, but there I are... I complain
1: about structure. I do complain about structure yeah. more, because like, usually it's not a ca- case of like, oh, this is uh, lag that made me lose the firefight that it would have won before. It's more like the way the game is designed doesn't really... It isn't the thing I'm used to playing. I think I've said that a few times before. I'm used to old-timey, uh, like, historically old shooters where you got a bolt action, and the first person that land the shot wins. That's it. Uh, it's not I, better think- or worse. It's not better or worse, but the mindset is different, right? I can't necessarily do that. I can't actually shoot someone and still lose the firefight. Yeah, you could totally miss. Yeah, I, no, I'm, I, I, I can actually hit someone, but they can like slide around, turn around, like turn the game on me or something, which yeah, is are you- perfectly fair and like a good skill. But I'm not used to dealing with that skill because I'm used to as soon as you land that shot, you're good. Yeah. Or you
0: gotta hit you know, you get a hit mark or something like that, right? Like you really yeah. did shoot them in the leg, right? It wasn't yeah. lag. you you literally were aiming too low, no matter what happened, right. I feel like there are a mm-hmm. lot of players out there who are, are just going to blame their shortcomings on the game rather than like, okay, dude, you're actually like bad is the big or, problem? Or just like, there are valid instances though
1: or are kind of bad um I guess perceptions on how development of a game necessarily would go. Maybe the most common that like oh the bugs here are just being ignored or something like the devs don't want to fix their their game as opposed to the various reasons that would create a like the amount of bugs in it. Now here's it's not like you just need more you just need to try harder.
0: There's one thing I don't like about Cold War and it's similar in Modern Warfare the grindiness. They everyone is taking taking things away now from the mobile model daily logins. Right? Daily interactions. Right, right. Um, You know, oh, like, for example, Pokemon Go, you get one free raid pass, so raid every day. They want to get up that daily active use of DAU. It's super important for for games metrics and see how successful a game is, keeping the player base engaged, all that stuff, right? So you look at a game like, I don't know, Genshin Impact. I don't know anything about that game, right? But they they want you to keep playing. They want to take your money. Yes. It's the same, I feel like, with Cold War, where I played... How uh, how many hours do you think I played of Cold War? Like just in the beta, probably oh, I don't know. well I over twelve.
1: Several.
0: Yeah, like probably well over twelve hours, right? And I I only use three guns because it takes so long to level up guns. Right, when you get a gun to level six, you can get five attachments because at level one you have zero attachments. You get five attachments that are beneficial, objectively improve your weapon, right? And so, at level 6, you have a weapon that's just straight better than the default firearm. And so, you have to play the game a little bit to get a weapon that's better than everyone else's. But if you want, like, the cooler attachments, you're going to need to play even more. And so, I put 12 hours into this one gun... And there are all these other guns i might want to use or maybe this gun would be better on this map for longer range or i want to play use this gun in Warzone, this kind of multiplayer and i feel like you have to grind so much now in call of duty to get the actual weapons that you want like fully kitted whereas before if you think back to black ops 1 all the attachments when you bought a gun right you had to level up to a certain level to get the gun i believe mm-hmm. and then when you bought the gun you could buy the attachments in any order I think the whole philosophy was skip past the dumb attachments, get the attachment you want, get the loadout you want immediately and don't, you know, get the other attachments you might want to try out later on. In Cold War and Modern Warfare, uh, Warzone, it's the opposite. The monolithic suppressor, the best suppressor in the game, it increases your range and keeps you off the radar for some minimal penalty that I don't even remember. It's always unlocked last. It's the literal opposite philosophy that they had in Black Ops One that I feel like they got right because they want to maintain people coming on the game, literally whenever they can, and you know they have daily challenges now and um, battle passes. All of every game has a battle pass. Population One's gonna have a battle pass. Cold War is gonna have a battle pass. Every game has battle seasons battle. now. Right, like w- never
1: bought a single battle pass.
0: I understand that games are getting more expensive, right? And microtransactions are bringing in a ton of money, but I I really value, like one of the reasons I really value the Pokemon trading card game is instead of that time invested to get what you want, you just buy it, right? I need this card or I need this deck. Here's $200. Like just take my money. Now I have it. Now I can play with it, right? Where You can kind of do the same thing in college. You can get tier skips to unlock a gun in the battle pass, but there's not really a way to speed up leveling a weapon. You know, and if there was people like, oh, pay to win. It's,
1: I mean, it is uh, pay to win because it's like a different. It's a different way. There's not. There's not really a way in Pokemon to free play unless you're like.
0: You have to buy cards.
1: Yeah, you have to buy cards. It's like that is the only way. It's not like a pay to win. Well, it is, but it's it's the only. It's the pay to play, <laughs> technically. Yeah. so
0: It's not. It's not. It's not pay to win. It yeah. Is pay to even play the game yeah. at all.
1: Now you could say that like the person with more money can afford more cards and therefore have more like opportunities, but like that's also yeah. and you can there's there's good criticism to be put there, but it's all that's also kind of the nature of all card games. That is their monetization option is like getting you addicted to buying the cards. It's worked for you. I I think it's
0: kind of also just in line with wanting to do anything professionally, right? You want to be you want to be insanely good at CS:GO, right? You buy a fancy monitor and a, and a better mouse. It won't make you better, right? Buying a more expensive deck in Pokemon won't make you better. But it can give you access to perform better, right? Snowboarding too. I'm yeah. sure you. I mean, right? yeah. You're there's also there, there is that
1: count there is that counter argument that like just having the good cards doesn't mean yeah you can necessarily use them properly. I I just I have seen I'm, you use like lower cards like that yeah and you you can still beat people with know what to do
0: you like there's this I, i'm getting older now right i feel like if i was talking to teenage Nicky, he was like no fuck you you got to grind for everything he's like yeah motherfuck you got eight hours a day and one hour of homework and you're at school for six hours and all yeah. you do is like call of duty <laughs> like you're fine bro but now 25 year old nicky has a full-time job and it's like i want this gun I'm, with all I'm the attachments just, on it
1: uh, yeah i know i'm also just better. tired i'm also just tired like even when i have yeah. the the spare time to play video games sometimes i just don't want to grind you know sometimes i just want to do something
0: my my main problem is uh, the gun with attachments is better than the gun without attachments or worse attachments right if you look at a game like you know like warzone you i have a gun with a, a bunch of attachments Right. It has a faster aim down sights time, a bigger magazine, and its downside is that my hipfire box is slightly bigger. Like The downside is so minimal and the upsides are so big that it's just a better gun. Or in Cold War, it's just a better gun because you can put on attachments that are just purely beneficial. right? Like, But if you look at a game like Smash, for example, where there's like 80 characters and you have to grind to unlock later characters, the later characters aren't necessarily better than the the beginning characters and in in some ways what a game does is they give you easy characters or they give you easy guns or something simple to use so that you can advance to the more sophisticated complicated stuff right and i still like that kind of system but the system of this is just better i don't like that's a problem i feel and i don't know how to play i don't know how to play the 20 starting characters in smash so, I don't need, like, the 80th character yet. I have plenty to work with, and I can advance forward. But in COD, I'm at a disadvantage, because I, I just I don't have what I want. Anyway. <sighs> Keeler's uh, motorcycle, motorcycle Adventures.
1: I, yeah, no, speaking I, I would not, I'm never going to buy a motorcycle, unless it's, like, electric and silent.
0: You say that, and in 2021, we're going to have some real-life, like, Mad Max shit, like, the sun's about to collide into the Earth, and Now we're all just like roaming around. The Rona has
1: killed everyone. In the current situation where people can live next to a highway and have to listen to your shitty engine and you have the option to just not do that, I will not buy a motorcycle. If there's a societal collapse, I mean, it's a different scenario entirely. a different game we're playing. While we're playing this game, I am not contributing to this. To this. In fact, I'm already not. My car is super quiet.
0: We both live near streets and is not conducive to any. I live kind next of to a highway.
1: Work. I don't live next to a street. I live next to some streets, but more importantly, the 101.
0: Highway. Yes, that is very right nice. All right, you want to kill it? Let's get out of kill here. Kill it. I think the upside to the the sad stuff we talked about earlier is every dollar that the still shampoo stream makes in october will be going to charity so uh i wanted to allow people to donate directly to the charity but they are ghosting me and it's pissing me off because i really like them and they kind of led me on a little bit and i don't know why they ghost me it's literally free money um but if i they might do look I'll at some other I'll pay to that
1: if it doesn't work out i will donate to the stream that's why i've been holding off actually i wanted to see how that other deal was going
0: yeah, it's. I don't know why they're good. I might have to talk to another charity, but I really want to do this one um, in particular. Yeah, maybe I mean, keep trying, keep trying. I, yeah. I am trying actually. Um, it's where it's where Mister Bodie, um, my dog, who unfortunately passed away, rest in peace. Um, it's the it's the organization that um found him on the streets of San Francisco and oh, raised I see. him. And is that yeah yeah that is. But, that is the, like that that feels very personal. Like I, I want to do yeah. this in honor of my dog. It would have been his birthday this month and we had to put him down this month. And so it would have been his tenth birthday. And I wanted to I wanted to do it to that charity keep, in honor keep of keep him.
1: Going, keep going for it. I'm gonna push uh, him. Send them a, send him another email and just be like, Maybe they forgot, maybe they're busy.
0: I've sent them two or three, but I'm gonna send them another one, like right after. Keep the going show. Call them. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm gonna have to call them and start harassing them or something. But anyway, in, can't avoid uh, you, in October the point is, every dollar that the Cell Shampoo stream makes will be going to charity on top of $100, and I'm just going to chuck at them, whether it be that charity or some other one. Um, but in November, it is going to be Line Nikki's Pockets November, because I have been having a really fucking bad October, and so I'm, I'm going to stress buy some alcohol and Pokemon cards or something like that, so uh, I, w- I will do a good thing, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and chill out on some some expensive some expensive cards or something like that I don't know it's it's been it's been a bad month for your boy Nicky he has been having a good time but I'm hoping like this the charity run this month uh which has been going pretty well actually on Twitch uh at least it's some kind of good we can have in the world from uh from the not so great month slash quarantine that we've had alright check out the early next cut podcast on Spotify and iTunes and discord.gg slash for updates i feel like a couple episodes have been going up on spotify even though i send the rss feed there because they're like you can't talk about don't put that word in the description but uh i know everything's going up on itunes so if you don't see some check it out on itunes updates on discord.gg slash Shampoo. thanks for watching see you some other time